Hey everyone, welcome to the Big Fitness Show, episode 021. We're still shooting for 100 episodes early on. Today, I do the intro, but I'm going to sit back with this big, hopefully, does it have water? I think so. This big thing of water, and I'm going to, that's my Philly accent. Did you notice that, Mike? Water. 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 <laughs> Mike tells me to say it all day long, the word water. But today, I'm not going to mispronounce this, but our misconceptions and misunderstandings about episode 021 today, talking about CrossFit from a 101, from a basic, from a mm -hmm. beginner, not even beginner, beginner, beginner perspective. I'm talking about me. I'm going to have some questions. And Mike, while he says he's not the authority on CrossFit, he's not the end-all, be-all, nor would you say the CrossFit Bible. Yeah, um, definitely not. We're going to get a lot of valuable information, and we're going to actually going to hopefully overcome a lot of stereotypes and misconceptions about CrossFit. We have my co-host here still, the much bigger. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah, man. Hey, how's it, how's it going? It's good to, to have this conversation today. I'm excited to talk about CrossFit because I think it does get a bad rap and I want to dispel some of those, those things. And I'm excited to do that. But before we do that, let's, uh, I got a question for you. Two things. How's the recovery coming? Uh, I saw you walking on a treadmill, which is awesome. I saw that. So how's the recovery coming? Are you still medium Stevie cool or are you getting to be medium Stevie cool? No, I'm Aber Abercrombie and Fitch model weight right now, 185. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not gaining too much weight. I'm not doing overdoing the cardio. My cardio has been very, uh, maybe I did 30 minutes on that treadmill that you just saw in mm -hmm. the Instagram story. But most of my stuff, man, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the air bike. I'm enjoying the Peter Power 10. But I'm also cutting my my cardio down to anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes and focusing I've been working out a lot with that soul fitness servo, that platform trainer. Mm, yeah. Yes. The, the instability of the resistance is really like I'm addicted to the thing as far as getting the pump differently than I do from a standard all one trainer. But I have from assembling all this stuff all this week, the cold plunge and the treadmill, <laughs> my lower back is, is feeling that's the first that. bit of pain, but not like I have before. Just sure. If you bend over, you're picking it up and, and soul fitness ST90, that treadmill, it's like a, like an assault runner, but it's motorized. Doesn't have the wheels to move it around easily. So it's a one big negative on the treadmill. The big positives are it's so much more comfortable than a regular belt. Tread. It has to slat belts. Yeah. So much more comfortable. Ergonomically, it feels great. And I don't feel my back uh, when I'm on it. So long oh, story awesome. short. Recovery's going well, but but I'm reminded what by assembling the stuff I assembled that I'm still very early in the fusion process, yeah. which um once again, good timing with CrossFit talking <laughs> broken backs and everything. Should we should we start with that misconception that you yeah, have your spine? <laughs> doing CrossFit. Let's hook them right away. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, that was definitely the next question that I was going to ask you about is the, what were your thoughts and your impressions of CrossFit the first time you heard it, first time you saw it. And, it, you know, over the years, you've made comments to me about blowing out your knees and breaking your back and all that kind of stuff. So what I, I want to address that and kind of ask you, what are your thoughts? What were your initial thoughts on CrossFit before I started talking about how good it is? Well, we, you know, in this world we live in, you, you, you're always going to be at a point somewhere where you're going to think it's cool to, you know, judge something that you know nothing mm -hmm. about or sure. look at something and kind of like put out a nice little a funny meme, which CrossFit has some of the best ones out there. Tons of them. <laughs> but we're 21 episodes in and we've been like really close friends since the beginning and before this, when we wanted to start this. And just little bits of information that you give me, the overarching thing, not so much the physical, but I think the mental, emotional, even you can consider the spiritual um, benefits of doing it, being around a group of people that encourage you, nobody judges anybody. It's kind of like a hardcore planet fitness type thing, I would say, right? Sure, sure. That's You're fair. not going to be judged. You're not going to come in there trying to, and I'm sure you have people that come in saying, what's this CrossFit all about? And they have a yeah. preconceived notion. Um, but I still do think there's, there's an element of risk 
that's there to where I won't be doing any CrossFit until probably that day when my back is fused and I'm able to go to Illinois or you come to Florida and I say, okay, we're going to film my first CrossFit workout. Sure. Sure. I'm excited about that. Um, I've grown, I've matured. Yeah, no, it's fine. I, I, I want to no, no, long like, story I, short, long story short, I'm never, I should never down anything or judge anything negatively when someone's getting up, getting, getting their clothes mm. on, getting into their vehicle and making a conscious effort to be part of a group in public and give their best effort in a workout. Sure. I'm not going to judge that. I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. And like, I was trying to get out of you that uh, it was not exactly the best thing in the world when you first saw it, because that's how I felt too. When I first started hearing about CrossFit, it was like, what is this? You know? And then it was obvious. I've been uh, a bodybuilder and that's the kind of training that I did forever. And it was just do my bodybuilding, do my cardio. And that was all I stuck to. And then when I started hearing about CrossFit, it was so new. It was just like, eh, what is this? What are these people doing? Who's drinking the Kool-Aid? What's this cult going on in the CrossFit? Right. And that's, that's the misconception that pretty much everybody has the first time that they hear about it. If you've come from a fitness space, but in the just to give everybody a quick little background on why I am a fan of CrossFit now. Um, I've been in the supplement world for a decade and that was kind of my introduction into CrossFit. I'd always taken supplements, been a fitness guy, wrestling, all that kind of stuff. But 10 years ago, I got into the supplement world. The guy, one of the guys that I was working with was a CrossFitter and he introduced me to the CrossFit world. And so then I started going to gyms and talking about supplements at gyms and things like that. And just got to see the whole ethos of CrossFit in person and got to see exactly what it was. And in that time, I've seen a lot of good. I've seen a lot of bad. I've seen a lot of stupid. I've seen a lot in the CrossFit world. I, but it's the, the thing that I've come to appreciate about CrossFit is what it can actually do for your health long-term. And that's where this misconception, and I'm hoping that today in our conversation, we can kind of put aside some of the misconceptions that people have about CrossFit with my limited knowledge of it. I'm not, I'm not a gym owner, you know, I'm not a CrossFit coach or anything like that. So I just see it. I've done CrossFit. I don't do it religiously, but I add a lot of the elements into my workouts and stuff like that. And so I just kind of want to, talk about some of the the good the bad the ugly and address the stereotypes up front you know like i felt the same way i've met a lot of douchebags in crossfit and that's a lot of times i will hear that from bros who don't know uh crossfit at all they think crossfitters are douchebags but the reality is <laughs> a lot of the bros are douchebags. And so it's just, it, you know, it's just funny that the, the misconceptions that people have about stuff. And then another misconception that people have is they see some of the movements and they see some of the workouts and they're like, oh man, that'd blow up my knee. Oh man, that'd uh, blow up my back. I'd break, I'd break my back if I did that. Or why do you lift all those weights over your head and all that kind of stuff? There's no need to do that. And people instantly judge what it is just by what they see but then when you actually really look at it it's not that and and some of the judgment is warranted because there are some gyms that totally focus on doing things unsafely and just lift as much weight as you can regardless of form which isn't true crossfit in my opinion, because that's not what CrossFit's about. CrossFit's about teaching you proper movements, proper mechanics, so you can move your body and all those kinds of things. So, so that was all. I just wanted to get kind of your your initial take on the bad and the the misconceptions that are out there in CrossFit, and I'm sure a lot of people have had other misconceptions about it too. Well, I think you sell yourself short, as we both do. We talk about it. <laughs> But but you've been with X Endurance, and when you were on the road and you were traveling, most of what you traveled to was a lot of CrossFit gyms. Mm -hmm. So you have a better idea, comparison-wise, of the full scope of what's the sure. spectrum of really bad CrossFit gyms to really good. You could probably, this is just putting out there, maybe this is the idea, you could write a, an annual guide 
on CrossFit gym. Oh. <laughs> you, could like triple, you could be like the AAA, or maybe you can invest in an ambulance uh, stock company or something like that. <laughs> but it's there. There it is. I got a stick in my little jokes here and there. Hey, no, it's all good, but man. And okay, let's start with this. This, this yeah. I think this idea is great. Let's do a little bit of role play. Okay. Hey, you, you've been in enough CrossFit gyms to know the process when a new person who has no experience walks in. So mm-hmm. I walk into the CrossFit gym. Maybe I have some workout experience, but really, what are you talking about? We all live in our little comfort zone. So even with my workout of cardio, weights, core stuff, whatever it is, you fall into mm-hmm. a, a lull, not even a groove, a lull, the, the opposite, where you're just going through the motions. So essentially, if I walked into a CrossFit gym, I'm starting over from square one of everything. This is a an entirely new world to me. Mm-hmm. How would you, like, what would the first, say, five minutes of a CrossFit, a new CrossFit member look like when they walk in? What what can I expect? Well, okay. So the the good. Uh, I'm a good and a bad one. What the heck? Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. The bad, let's do the bad first. The bad CrossFit gyms and the bad coaches and the, and the bad owners and stuff will just kind of be like, Oh, okay. You look like you work out. Let's just throw you in here. And they won't do anything to get you into the workout. They won't put you, we won't do any kind of assessment or anything like that. They'll just throw you into the workout and expect you to know what you're doing. And then uh, I've seen bad CrossFit gyms where the coach is half paying attention, but they have their favorites in the class. And so they'll pay more time, pay, pay more attention to the favorites in the class than they will to the new person. And then the new person will be kind of against any personal trainer or group class instruction you always give the most amount of attention to the newest people yeah and the most at risk right or the totally. most limited they, they, totally. that's weird that's like the number one you don't yeah. do any of what you just mentioned right right and and so to see that that's the, the those are the bad gyms and that's a bad gym in general that's just not the, a bad crossfit gym that's a bad gym a bad trainer and so then they pay attention to their favorites and then they don't take the time with the new person to actually teach them the movements and actually have them be successful. And so then that's where the stereotype of, well, I tried CrossFit and I got hurt or whatever, because they didn't take the time to teach the person the right movements. And so on the flip side of that, at a good CrossFit gyms, a lot of times they have a fundamentals class or an introduction class where you have to go through the introduction and go through the fundamentals to learn the movements before they will let you do anything with any kind of weight. And so is that the perfect thing? Yeah. So that's part of it. So like a lot of the, uh, a lot of movements in CrossFit use barbells and there's some, there's some Olympic movements in, in CrossFit that you do with the Olympic weightlifting. So like a clean and jerk and a power clean and a snatch and all those kinds of things. And if you try to do those with a barbell, and a bunch of weight on it right from the get odds are if you've never done one before odds are your form is going to suck and you're going to try to overdo it and you're going to get hurt and you're going to break your back or blow your knees right odds are something's going to happen where you're going to get hurt because you're just trying to go too hard but the good crossfit gyms will put you through a class a fundamentals class or they will scale the workouts so that your first movements with a to do a snatch your first movement is going to be with a pvc pipe and that's all you're doing just to get the positioning down and get the movements down correctly so that you know how to do the movement before you start adding weight and so to a new person to answer your question for somebody new coming in if they go into a crossfit gym the coach the owner should either have a fundamentals class or have specific introductory assessment training to see where you're at. And then it should be individualized coaching to where they scale your workouts back to the point where it's at your level and not just throw you in with the, the random class. I mean, they might get you into a class. So if, if you went to a CrossFit gym today and wanted to work out today, they would ask you about your fitness journey. If you've never worked out, they're not going to turn you away at all, you know, because that's one of the things about the CrossFit community is most of the time, it's a very welcoming community and everybody's here to live healthier. And that's what the community is. And so when you come into a gym, whether you're in good shape or you weigh 400 pounds, it doesn't matter. It's very welcoming. And then 
what a good gym will do is they'll get you into the workout and they'll just scale all of the movements for the day down to something that you can do. So if, for example, for those of you who don't know what scaling, what I mean by scaling movements, if the movement for the day is squats, then, or here's, here's a better one, because uh, a lot of people have a hard time with it, pull-ups. If the movement for the day is pull-ups, and it's, you got to do strict pull-ups, so you just hang on the bar and do pull-ups. Well, somebody new coming in might not be able to do that. There's a couple ways you can scale it. You can scale that by doing it with a band, so that you use the band to make it easier, or you can scale it back to where you're doing ring rows, or you can scale it back to where you're doing bent over rows. And so it's the same idea where you're working the back muscles and doing some type of pulling movement, but a good CrossFit gym is going to figure out where your level is and scale it back to that so that it fits your level. So the new person can come in brand new first day, get a good workout that actually fits their fitness level. That answer your question. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> Right, you're you're right. If you go to a CrossFit gym, I got an idea. I'll give it to you. I volunteered you in my mind for something. Uh, <laughs> but if you go in there, you you could sniff out the good and the bad ones pretty quickly. Yeah. Especially yeah. if someone just says, "Yeah, just go over there. We're about to get started." You're like, "What?" Yeah. So that would be the first thing. Here's the thing I might volunteer you for. For these episodes, I think through through uh, Spotify, we're able to attach files like bonus or picture or mm. PDF. What if we create a CrossFit checklist? If people are going to the, to CrossFit, you got to look out. Oh, that's a good things idea. Or 10 things. Nothing nothing too crazy, but just a little checklist and look out for. So they're reminded as they go into the CrossFit gym, okay, I, this is the red flags. This is a, these are the green ones. And I know, I know I'm in a good place. Yeah. Or I got to get the hell out of here before they <laughs> you know, make me snatch 500 pounds on, on the first set. Yeah, you should know right away if something feels off and the 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 coach sounds like they don't they like they're just a a bro, you know. Or that, on phone the entire time. Yeah, yeah. You know, you definitely run into that. And and the one thing that I will say that it's few and far between, though. You don't find that in a lot of CrossFit gyms because more often than not, the CrossFit gyms are just passionate about what they do. And I would say as on the whole, the the CrossFit community is i don't i'll say better in the sense of there most of the people are all seriously focused on fitness and getting healthier and living healthier whereas in the bodybuilding space or just a general fitness general gym a global gym or something like that some people have different goals. Some people have different ways of doing it. Yes, they're all technically focused on fitness, but a more holistic approach to fitness, a uh, more uh, like cutting out all the crap, whereas sometimes in, in Globo gyms, they're focused on fitness, but they don't mind using crap to get there, if that makes sense, what I'm saying, with with artificial stuff and and not eating a whole foods diet and and things like that. And so CrossFit on the whole, the gym owners, the community is just, it's just awesome. It's just an awesome place to be in. And I think, um, I'll probably say some bold statements on this, on this podcast today, but I really think like a CrossFit gym is a great place to find a lot of the things that you need to live a healthier life. And you can find fitness at a CrossFit gym. You can find education at a CrossFit gym because a lot of CrossFit gyms, uh, provide education for their members on how to move, how to eat well, things like that. You can, you can find nutritional guidance at a gym. You can find community. These are all, at, these are all extra premium, premium costs at a regular like LA fitness or whatever, yeah. you sit down with the personal trainer, they're going to try to upsell you. But essentially this is all kind of baked into yeah. CrossFit monthly dues, which are, they're more than a Globo gym or a planet fitness. But what you're describing is, you're, if you want to use everything available, it's an incredible value for what you're paying. Well, yeah. I mean, it's so like, that's one thing too, that gets kind of a bad rap in CrossFit is the price. You know, people complain about the memberships because the membership is, it's not outside of the realm to have a hundred, between a hundred and $200 monthly membership. Some gyms in Chicago I've seen are more than $200 a month for their unlimited memberships. 
and so people are like, well, if I'm going to pay $15 a month at Planet Fitness, or I'm going to pay $150 a month at the CrossFit gym, I, I'm just going to go with the Planet Fitness. But the trade-off is you're literally getting a personal trainer every class that you do. Then you've got so much more that comes with it because there's intangibles that you don't even think about. And the community aspect of it is huge. And I think this from a mental health perspective is a, is a part of the CrossFit world that people just don't even realize people that are in CrossFit totally get it because you instantly have a community with somebody who does CrossFit. Whereas if you go to planet fitness, you're probably not making friends with all the people that are there. You're not even engaging. You're going to go in, get your workout and, and get out. And right, for some people, no, 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 no. What about the no? donuts in the bag? <laughs> People bond over those. Yes, that's fair. That's totally fair. But <laughs> for the most part, people go into the gym, the Globo gym, they get in, they get out, and they don't talk to anybody. In the CrossFit gym, a lot of times you do partner workouts. You have to partner up with people. So it's like, it's almost like uh, uh, lab in high school. Well, yeah, kind of. I mean, it's like that. I was going to say like like preschool for adults, you know, like daycare for adults where you get put together with other kids and you play and you have fun and lift things up and, and then you go home, right? And so it's kind of like where you get to go make friends. You know, we moved to a new town a year ago and lo and behold, some of the friends that we've made are from the CrossFit gym. And so like, it's just a community that comes. I went to the chiropractor that has an office right next to the CrossFit gym this morning. And no, it's fine, dude. Like it's a perfect marriage because it's focused on living healthier. Right. And so CrossFit done correctly, you shouldn't be having the crazy injuries that you're going to have or that you're, that this gets a bad rap for. You shouldn't have the crazy injuries if it's done correctly, but chiropractors notoriously are focused on just health and wellness, longevity, obviously rehab and, and fixing injuries and things like that, but it's good to get a, a, an adjustment. And then chiropractors will be more into new ways of, of living healthier and doing laser treatments and all that kind of stuff. And so because the CrossFit and the chiropractors, it's like a perfect partnership no, they, they put them next to regular gyms. I'm just laughing because yeah. like, you weren't even realizing for a second what you were even saying. <laughs> Is there an ER nearby too? And that's strength mall. Uh, I can't resist it sometimes. No, I get it. I totally get so, it. And yeah, go ahead. Well, go ahead, go ahead, man. I was just gonna say, yeah, it's 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 a it's a good marriage to have the two there, but it's not for the the negative reason that it'll get the bad rap for. <laughs> I know they, I can't, the wrestling can't leave me all the time. I still have to be, even though I'm putting out the positive content, we still, Hey, that's why I went to see him this morning. Not because of CrossFit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not seeing any chiropractor for a while. Sure. So, off, off topic, a small minority was wondering, can you get a spine infection from the CrossFit gym? Uh, I don't think so. No. <laughs> I mean, maybe <laughs> depends on how clean it is. You might be able that's to get, true. I got to clean my garage gym. That's another thing that's a plus of, we were talking about going to a gym versus the home gym or garage gym. At least they're maintaining it and the equipment there and everything like that. Here's my question. It's kind of a sideways question because we live in 2023. Mm -hmm. You're describing the CrossFit gyms in person. You're describing going there. But of course, we we deal with a lot of home and garage gym owners in the audience. What What's your thoughts on the apps for workout of the day where you can oh. sign up and I've seen the tribe or WOD and other ones that I've yep. tried throughout the years. Obviously you're not getting the instruction, but is what they're presenting in these apps. And I know some CrossFit gyms, actually you, you get the membership through the app too, not just yep. in person at the gym. So bake that into the one or $200 a month as well. Sure. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, as far as somebody trying to follow a CrossFit, workout of the day from home with a pull-up bar, push-up, they have an air runner. If they have the equipment in their garage gym, do you think do you think they can still get something beneficial out of starting on their own without the instruction? Uh yes, I do. I really do. I, the one thing you miss out is 
if you're in in the gym, you miss out on the the coaching, the specific coaching. Like so if you don't know how to and stuff, right? Like yeah, if you don't know how to do a movement and stuff, but a lot of these these apps and these these uh, that are putting out the daily programming, um, they have video instruction on how to do the movements. And so I think the apps, and I think for a home gym perspective, those are they're amazing. And being a membership at a gym. You get the membership, you pay the monthly membership. A lot of the uh, gyms will put their programming into an app. So when you log into the app, you have your account, you can see the workout for the day, and then you can go to the gym and do the workout. But if you have a home gym, you can do the, you can just work out at home. And so I think you can get a ton of benefit by utilizing an app. I know there's a lot of big name CrossFit athletes who put out apps or put out their workouts that you can sub subscribe to their programming. It's become another business tool for athletes for programming and things like that there's a couple like the big ones there's mayhem athletes which is rich froning's thing and then there's nc fit um uh which is jason khalifa's deal where they just put out their programming and then other gyms can subscribe to those and then people create their accounts and get to see all the the workouts and so you could join one of those programming things and never even have to go to an actual crossfit gym to do the workouts if you have the equipment at home the one caution would be that if is if you're completely new to crossfit or completely new to the movements is i would highly recommend getting some kind of coaching and getting some kind of instruction on how to do the movements before you jump in and try to do them completely on your own whether that's watching a video doing your research online um and, and figuring that out or going to a gym for a month and getting the instruction and then getting back to your home gym now that you know all the movements and stuff. When we lived in, uh, and this leads to my next question, when we lived in Georgia, there was a gym that I really loved. It had an MMA section. It had mm. the CrossFit section. It had, it had everything, boxing, mm. MMA, weightlifting, bodybuilding, the turf. It was a huge place called X3 Sports. And it mm. cost about 150 a month at the time. And I was like, that's a lot, but it's, I was almost going to join it just because I'm getting trained in MMA and boxing and I'm working out and I'm, I've got all these things available to me, sure. but it reminded me of a CrossFit gym because of the limited hours. And sometimes mm -hmm. they would even shut down throughout the day. So I think that's another just caveat for people that say, yeah. okay, well, sometimes I get up at 4am. Sometimes I want to work out at 10 or in the afternoon you really have to look at this, the, the CrossFit schedule because it's all class-based. Yeah. Yep. They're not open on all kind of 24 right. hours or even from a 5 a.m. to 11 p.m. type of time frame. Right. Yeah, no, that's definitely a downside to CrossFit is that it is you can't just go whenever you want. And in bigger, bigger cities, they have way more classes to choose from. But in smaller towns, it's usually, you know, there's four classes a day and that's it. That's what you get, you know, and then the gyms close the rest of the time and it'll be like a morning class, a lunch class, and then maybe two evening classes. And that's all that's going on at the gym that day. And so it is kind of, it is kind of hard in that sense. Some gyms that I've seen now are getting to the point where they can offer 24 seven access through security cameras and and through an app and there's a company that offers that that sets it all up for you so you get like a key card and, and all that kind of stuff and you can have access to the gym 24 7 not a lot of gyms have embraced that yet and gone to it because of the fact that crossfit is just a, a coaching thing and and the workouts and there's a safety aspect to it as well where you just want to have somebody there but um, some gyms have embraced the idea of, of doing 24 seven access. And I, I, you know, for me, I think that's great. I think it's, it's awesome. The one trade-off with the negative of the class times that makes a home gym perspective so that you can make the class this day, but not the other day you have the home gym stuff. You still get the workouts. You can still have the programming and stay on track with, uh, the gym. So. Yeah. There's a, you're kind of, that's a lot of money on both ends to spend in a way you kind of sure. come up to a crossroads where you're going to be like, okay, I'm paid a, you know, for a CrossFit gym, you're talking about a pull-up bar, you're talking about maybe push-up stands, a barbell, some weights, and maybe even a, 
I don't know if you do any kind of benching or anything like that in CrossFit. Do they do that? Well, see, that's the thing with CrossFit. Like CrossFit, I was trying, I was talking to my wife about it the other day, and we were talking about how CrossFit is cross-functional fitness, right? Like it's it's a cross-training. It's not like CrossFit is this crazy thing. It's the amalgamation of all of it into one. And so you're doing all kinds of different movements. So you'll have uh, not very often do they have bench press, but sometimes you'll have accessory work where you do bench press in the gym, or you'll focus on squats or you'll focus on Olympic movements and then you'll run. And it's just a, it's like cross training really, but they call it CrossFit and that's the brand. And so you're focused on some gymnastic movements as well, which most people don't necessarily do. So having a dip bar, dip machines, but the thing that I love about CrossFit from a home gym perspective is it's very minimal with the equipment that you need. You don't need to go buy a whole bunch of equipment. You can you can get a lot done with just a handful of piece of equipment in in a home gym. And at a CrossFit gym, you can get a lot done with just a few pieces of equipment, you know? Like the the rower and the and a bike are in most gyms, but there's a lot of gyms who also have Starting out, some gyms won't have rowers or they'll only have one rower. And then what's cool is you can then program the workouts to fit the equipment that you have. And it's the idea of programming a workout of uh, the structure of it is focusing on the different elements, focusing on gymnastics, fo focusing on strength, focusing on Olympic movements, and then focusing on your conditioning. And then that's what really kind of makes up the CrossFit piece of the training and it's just pulling workouts from or pulling exercises from all different types of fitness and putting them into one to making it crossfit but your garage gym would probably be classified as a crossfit gym then because uh, i could get away with it yeah for an individual person yeah i got a good amount of equipment i mean it's it's a blessing to have but i mean for sure. what you have you're essentially doing you're mixing crossfit and bodybuilding workouts but the equipment is more than enough for what a CrossFit person would want in their home gym. Oh, totally. I mean, I have an air bike, I have a rower, I have a squat rack, I have plenty of uh, bumper plates for uh, doing lifting movements. And then I have a jump rope, I have rings that I can hang from my pull-up bar. And so just that alone, but even before I moved into my new house, like I at, at my old house, I had a squat rack, I had a barbell with some bumper plates, I had a pull-up bar, a jump rope, and the rower. I didn't have, I, well, I had the bike, but it came afterwards. And so like, just with that though, just with those couple pieces of equipment, you can do a lot of workouts. And then I bought a slam ball. That's one of those, uh, the 20 pound slam ball. So you can slam it on the ground and there's a ton of workouts that you can do. You can do CrossFit with just body weight movements too. The, it's the idea behind it. It's the methodology behind it of how you structure it. And then the going for as many reps as you can for as fast as you can, that's the competitive piece of it that really kind of makes it CrossFit. The equipment, you could do CrossFit with no equipment. You could do CrossFit with five pieces of equipment and have a different workout every single day if you know how to program it and use the movements to to leverage the different things that you can do. Very cool. Very cool. I'm so yeah. scared, but I'm okay. Well, I mean, that's one of the appeals to CrossFit too. It, from a gym perspective, that's one of the appeals from an owner. Because when you think about it, like if you open up a Planet Fitness, how much equipment do you have to buy? How much equipment do you have to put in there? It's crazy how much you have to do. There's so much overhead from equipment perspective that you could start a CrossFit gym. Like, like you were saying, I could, I could run technically a CrossFit gym out of my garage. It's a single car garage and a lot of CrossFit affiliates started that way where they just got equipment in their gym, in their garage and then got bigger to where more people in the, in the community came and now they had to get a facility and then they just piecemeal everything in together. And, you know, a lot of gyms will have maybe five rowers and maybe five air bikes, five places to squat. And, and that's really all the equipment that they have plus the dumbbells and the weights and things like that. And then they'll get some jump ropes, but, it's not an insane amount of equipment to have to have to run a CrossFit gym. And so that's kind of an appeal. There's a simplistic thing to it. There's no machines that is, is kind of a functional fitness piece that's good. And so 
from an ownership perspective, CrossFit is great if you're trying to open a gym, but from a, a everyday fitness, it's it's not overwhelming with the amount of equipment that you walk in. Cause a lot of times you'll walk into a CrossFit gym and you just be like, Oh, this is it. You know, <laughs> cause there's just a bunch of open space where you bring the weights out and you do the movements and things for the workouts. And it's very, um, approachable when you get in it, you know, for somebody new that maybe is a little scared of the stigma of CrossFit, but then when they get on board, they're like, Oh yeah, this is easy. I like it. Well, speaking of the stigma of CrossFit, as this episode airs on Wednesday, the CrossFit games are going on for 2023. Yeah. Could that have lent to, lent something to the stigma of look at these people like doing this Easily. crazy shit? I mean, it's a it's a it's a big money maker. I think it's still on ESPN, right? So it's a big money maker sure. to be out there every year. But what does that convey to people? Because I've seen CrossFit people actually even come out and say. I don't train like this all year round. Sure. You know, sure. So they they think now like 12 months out of year, you're doing all that crazy stuff and everything. And yeah. that's what I think may have caused the bigger misconception most recently. Totally. And, and these people with this voice don't, you hear it once in a while, but it's not as prominent to get people to embrace it more than not be intimidated by it. So the totally. herd needs to get out more that the CrossFit games don't represent 12 months a year of CrossFit. Sure, sure. Well, and so to that point, yes, the CrossFit games does contribute to some of the negative side effects because people are not negative side effects, but the the negative stigma because people look at it and are like, man, I can't do that. That's crazy. Why would you do any of that stuff? These people are nuts, you know? And like, that's the number one response that I get from a non-CrossFitter about the CrossFit games when I talk to them. But think about it like this. You don't watch the NFL and think, man, those guys are crazy. I can never do that and not go play flag football. Like you don't equate your flag football that you play on a, on a Saturday or when you play football with your buddies or you, whatever, or baseball, like major league baseball versus your softball league. You know what I mean? Like there's two different things. You're looking at the most elite, elite, elite athletes in the sport versus peewee league baseball you know and it's just it's it's a total difference in the mindset and so when you can put the crossfit games in that space of okay this is the elite of the elite in that sport right and so they're they're calling a sport of fitness and those are the elite athletes you don't compare the elite athletes to uh you know just the average person playing the sport of fitness and like the NFL, you're not going to compare uh, your buddy, Aaron Rodgers to the high school quarterback. It's not the same. They're not Here's the my same. Buddy. Here's your buddy. You look just like him. <laughs> for Halloween this year. I'm going to do it. I'm finally going to do it. Well, I have to push back a little bit though, because sure. when you do watch the NFL or even when you watch wrestling, which I think wrestling could be more of an analogy to CrossFit of if you want to do this, it's there's an element of danger for people that don't know what they're doing. Sure. But, but I do feel like too that the we watch we watch NFL for entertainment and we're not we're not trained to do that. CrossFit's a little bit different from what you're saying because it, how can I compartmentalize it? I, I can because I understand it at this point, but how can somebody that hasn't worked out doesn't have the experience to know the difference. Look at both separately, because mm -hmm. these people are a product of CrossFit, the brand. Mm -hmm. Sure. You walk into a gym, you're going to have those preconceived notions. If you can step through the door, sure. you're going to have your preconceived notions squashed right away. But it's sure. a matter of getting in the car and driving to the gym and going through the door. My question, which I'm eventually getting to, is how how can CrossFit differentiate? the games from the person john smith that wants to go to the gym sure you see sure. it's not me going we're playing flag football but we realize we're not nfl players but these people are either publicly on the face front facing side or how can i say subconsciously people think when they see them that oh that's a product of crossfit and they're doing crossfit mm. and i can't do that do you sure. get you get the analogies, not a one-to-one -one like football or maybe yeah. wrestling to some extent. 
Sure, sure. But it, but it's it is kind of the same in that the you know, you watch football for entertainment, you watch wrestling for entertainment, you think you could never do that. The CrossFit Games is entertainment. I mean, it, it really is when you think about it. Yes, they're doing the same basic things that anybody can do at any level. And we could go play football, you know, people could go have a wrestling match if they wanted to, like in their backyard, you know, they could totally do that. But it's not going to be at the same level of elite athletes that it is in the CrossFit Games. And so the I think CrossFit could do a little more to focus on the the affiliates and spend more time focused on the the affiliate gyms and promoting health and fitness and wellness in the affiliates and yes the games the games needs to be there though it's like the super bowl the super bowl is the biggest ticket item and it attracts so many eyes to the nfl and then that big ticket item brings eyes to the NFL. And then maybe because somebody who had never watched the Super Bowl before watches the Super Bowl, falls in love with the pageantry of it and the, the game, and it's a great game. And now they become diehard Super Super Bowl, or they can become diehard NFL fans. And then they fall in love with their local team. And then they wear and support their team and all that kind of stuff. And it's a trickle down effect. So with CrossFit, the CrossFit Games is the big ticket item of like, hey, Look at what we can do. Here's the pageantry. Here's all the excitement. Maybe this will help you fall in love with CrossFit. Maybe you can fall in love with the personalities, the stories, whatever there. And now it's a trickle down effect of, oh, you can actually go do the same things that you can do. And that's the one difference between CrossFit and professional sports. You're not going to, you know, it's not as easy to go have a, a football game. You know, you don't, when you get older, you just don't do that as much, but you can go train to play football, but you can go do the actual things. And there is kind of a cool piece to in CrossFit, you know, at the games, the workout, you can go do the exact same workout that those people competed at the games did and see how you compare to them. And, and so that's kind of a cute, a cool thing and a unique piece to it, given the sport. So the games, in my opinion, does hurt a little from the stigma of, Oh, wow, I can't do that. But it helps so much more in like showing what's possible. And then if, if the affiliates then back that up, when you go to your local affiliate, at least making you aware, you know, cause a lot of people don't even aren't even aware that they have a CrossFit affiliate in their town. And, but the games can be the thing that turns them on to it, which then when they get into a CrossFit affiliate, they can totally change their life and live healthier every day because they got plugged in there. So I don't know if that answered a question or anything, but that's just my take on the the stigma of the games and and this idea that people can never do that. I think I think that I don't know if they have it. I haven't watched CrossFit Games in a bit. I'll probably try to watch it this year. I'll do it for you. There but, you go. But there should be some kind of festivities or activities during that CrossFit time to make beginners feel more empowered or there should be well, there, kind of like nfl even has charities where they try to get the word out on being you know yeah like you know kind of more of a philanthropy type stuff i don't know if crossfit does that but that they would do they do there is there is a all that stuff on it yeah there's like a whole lead up to it so like at the games it's a multi-day event so as this airs, it's happening right now, but it's, it's the first week of August and it's a couple days and it's, they have like a festival and they have all kinds of trainings and educational things and workouts for people to come do. And it's just like a big fitness festival for a couple of days. That's it's really awesome. LA's Coliseum. I think it was there last year, right? No, it's been in Madison, Wisconsin for the last couple of years. Oh, sorry. There was some, something in, I might've been in strongman one. I'm not sure. I saw some. Well, they, but they have regional events to to get to the games and so the way the way the games and the, i'm gonna totally butcher this but the gist is there's an way they call it the crossfit open and that happens in the spring every year and basically what this is and this is how they get more people involved is the crossfit open is worldwide they put out workouts for a couple of weeks and everybody can participate you and i could sign up for the crossfit open and compete to make it to the games right so oh, the wow. open is the start of that and so if you and I were just insane athletes and decided that we wanted to be CrossFitters, we could start competing in the CrossFit Open, do the workouts, 
And if we did better than everybody, we could then try to earn a shot to go to the games and it's all performance-based. And so you do, you do the open workouts and then you do other competitions and you place well in the opens, get invited to other competitions, so on and so forth. And there's a progression. They change it up all the time. So I'm not, I'm not super for super exact and how it was this year, but you earn your invite to the games. Then they have, I think they had a regionals this year. I don't remember crossfitters. Please don't kill me for not remembering this exactly. <laughs> but um, then you like the top 10 from the regional, then make it to the games from the United States. And then it's a worldwide thing. So based on population in other countries, the top one or two from that regional will then come to the games and get invited. And then at the games, you have like 40 people, but it all started at a level like a an even playing field where we're all competing in the open mm -hmm. you know what i mean and so it's it's really cool how they do that to get more people involved and it's one of the few places where you can have an elite level sport like that like a super bowl type event of crossfit where the average person gets to participate in it as well this might be a little bit tougher of a question, but I think people have to ask this when you see elite athletes and people in great shape that look like they're beyond anything that you can achieve. Sure. Those CrossFit games, do they, do they drug test? Do they have a wellness yeah. policy? Okay. Yeah, they that, do. Yeah. And they've had people get, get out of control with, with these people who are already freaks. And then you yeah. add that in it's, it's like, man, I'm never going to be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, they, they have a testing policy in place. There's a guy a couple of years ago, Ricky Garrard is his name. I think he got second or third at the games and uh, he tested positive and they took his his second place finish away. And so then he got banned for a couple of years. Um, he's back competing now. And so they test him just like they would anybody else. And um, he's back competing at a high level, but they test for banned substances all the time. I, I don't know uh, the how they do it or their structure or how stringent they are or what, but with anything, you know, there's going to be people that want to cheat and there's going to be people that don't. And there's going to, from a performance perspective, there's things that you can, you can do, but yeah, they definitely have a drug testing policy in place. Very cool. Very cool. I'm trying to think of any other questions I might have. I mean, you answered a lot of them and uh, we are going to do a CrossFit workout together. Someday, <laughs> someday, someday we will. I, we need but, to have my, my spine fuse first. That, that has nothing to do with CrossFit. That's just in, in sure. general. Sure. Do a whole lot. Yeah. Well, you know, like my, my take on CrossFit and I was talking to my wife about this the other day, and this is for anybody who has a negative viewpoint or is just getting into it or has been doing CrossFit for a long time. I really think that CrossFit done correctly and the whole CrossFit lifestyle, not to, to sound like somebody drinking the Kool-Aid, but the whole CrossFit lifestyle is the key or a key to long-term health and wellness because done you, properly yeah, please, please explain that that's a yeah important part because done properly crossfit teaches you body mechanics teaches you how to move teaches you how to move functionally focuses on full range of movement so it teaches you body weight control teaches you all these things that you need uh to be stronger all right and it's going to help you build muscle it's not like a bodybuilding thing but you're just naturally going to get stronger and build muscle because of the movements and because of the community and because of the care that takes place in a CrossFit gym, most, not all, right. There's, there's bad actors in every scenario, but most CrossFit gyms are going to care so much about the person getting better progression. And the way CrossFit is, is set up is you're constantly looking for progression. And I think getting involved for in your twenties and thirties is great to just look great, right? Like you're going to look great, feel great. In your 40s and 50s, getting involved to stay feeling healthy, to stay feeling young, to stay feeling good, to stay moving is awesome. Getting involved in your 60s and 70s is amazing because it's going to help you learn how to be stronger and create a better quality of life over the long haul and into your 80s and 90s. And the more that you can keep moving and the more that you can scale CrossFit the more that you can scale functional fitness, the better it's going to be for your long-term health and wellness. And then when you add in to the, the CrossFit approach to nutrition, it's very simple, whole foods, right? Like it's not, you cut out all, you cut out processed crap, cut out sugars, low, low carbohydrates, fruits, vegetables, meat, you know what I mean? Like those kinds of things 
are going to help you create long-term health and wellness. So you're hitting it from a fitness perspective. You're hitting it from a nutrition perspective. Then there's a huge focus on mobility and recovery in CrossFit because you want to uh, be mobile. You want to be able to move. You want to be functionally fit. So that's huge from a recovery perspective. They talk a lot about recovery, making sure you're taking times off, time off. CrossFit gyms build in recovery days in the workout. So you no, I don't like, like that. I don't like days off. I can't do that. <laughs> I'll see that's, but that's a good thing. You need them. And so the CrossFit gyms focus on, on recovery as a piece of it. And then you also have a mental health approach to it because the community that's there. And so for me, like the fitness world in a small community, a CrossFit gym could come in and totally change that whole dynamic in that community and help so many people in a space live healthier. You know, I've seen CrossFit gyms that have, they have the the stereotypical classes where it's the 20, 30, 40 year olds that come in and they get a great workout in. But the ones that I think that are really having a great impact are the ones that have that longevity class where they have the 55, 65 plus demographic come in and get a workout in and the amount of quality of life that they're getting when they do those workouts we don't even know what that's going to mean in the end because the more muscle density you have now the more muscle quality you have now the better your life's going to be at the end of it and crossfit just the approach is just so good and i think if you're really looking to have a better quality of life getting associated with a crossfit gym getting associated with a crossfit gym Doing CrossFit workouts is a great approach because of all of the fitness, all the nutrition, all the recovery, all the community, all the things that I just just said. I just really think it's it's amazing what a CrossFit gym can do uh, for you and for a community. So this is the final and most important question. Okay. Which, if you know me, knows it's going to be a sarcastic one. <laughs> I walk into a CrossFit gym. Uh-huh. You walk in. I see everybody. I finally see him. Is this the point where Seth Rollins can no longer big league me? <laughs> Is this it? Is this the time? Uh, yes, actually. <laughs> actually, yes, that would totally uh, get you over with him for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, but, but that, you know, for all of our wrestling fans that are, that are listeners, like that's what Seth does. He's done CrossFit for years. And that is why, you know, that is a big stamp of approval for the CrossFit training methodology, because look at him and look at the body of work that he's put together in his wrestling career and look at the shape that he's in and look at how, what he's able to do. And, you know, over the course of however many years he's been wrestling, it, it does. It is a true testament to what CrossFit can do. And I know a lot of other guys that do CrossFit. I know uh, Claudio does CrossFit. Him and Seth used to Matt travel. Cross is another one. Does yeah. So there's a lot of guys that do it. And at the wrestling school, they they train them in CrossFit. I just think, you know, we've talked about it before when training the, in the past episode about training to be a pro wrestler. I thought CrossFit is perfect for that because it mimics the up and down, start and stop, all that kind of stuff. But just from a quality of life perspective, CrossFit is huge. If, if you've never worked out a day in your life, you would still benefit from going to a CrossFit gym because they're going to teach you how to move, teach you how to control your body. Might be better off, actually. Yeah, because just that personalized coaching and and there's so so many upsides to it. Well, the, the, I think that's a great idea because just like we're wrestling and training and stuff like that, you don't want to get broken in the wrong way. You don't want to have bad yeah. habits start. So you're almost at an advantage if you've never, I think in this day and age, you're at an advantage if you don't have any experience because no preconceived notions, you go in and you're taught from the ground up. You right. don't have any chance to make any mistakes or say, well, I'll do it on my own and figure it out. And then you have to right. unlearn all the bad stuff and relearn the good stuff. So after, after, you know, this is the final, final question. So after, I guess the spine fuses for me, because a lot of stuff is I have to avoid is CrossFit centric talking about hip hinges and things like that. But once that happens, would that be a good next stage or final stage of my road to recovery to get me to get the muscle density that, you know, as my testosterone lowers, as my muscles and my joints and everything deteriorate, if I don't take care of them, could I, could I reverse the aging process to some extent with that? 
Uh, I'm going to say, yeah. I mean, I think it would be a great thing for you to do because there's so much of a, there's such a progression, you know, because it, you wouldn't jump into hang clean and 300 pounds. You would jump into learning to control and move your body again and make sure that you can move before you add any weight. So it's a great way to reteach and move muscles that maybe you haven't. I know like there's, there's benefits to all fitness approaches, right? Like isometrics. I know you're a big fan of those. They're great. They're totally great from a rehab perspective. Like there's lots that you can do. There's lots of strength that can come with that. There's so much good that can come there. There's good with, with machines. There's good with uh, cable movements, bands, all these kinds of things. CrossFit has a lot of good as well because you're, you're reteaching yourself how to, uh, to move and so focusing on full range of motion and maybe you can't hip hinge very much right now but the goal would be to progress that over time continuing to work to the point where you can get into a full range of motion and not blow out your knees not break your hips you know like you could and and if you can keep that full range of motion into your later years it's just going to be better and you're not going to be the 90 year old person that's hunched over and can't hardly walk because you're staying active and fit and, and keeping that range of motion in your joints, you know, in your fifties and sixties and seventies. And then as you progress, it's quality of life is just, it's just awesome. And I just think it's so good um, from that perspective. And then, you know, to, to kind of go off in another direction, and since we're talking at the end, you know, not end, but the later in life we're talking you know, for high school athletes, the local gym here, kinetic grit CrossFit is what is what it's called. They work with high school athletes. They have a kid's class and they bring in kids and they're teaching kids how to move and, uh, doing all the things. And it's, I mean, it's, it's awesome. What can be done with a young kid and teach them how to perform better every single day. I get that. That That's a very important thing because kids going into a gym and just going around and doing whatever, you know what I mean? That yeah. you definitely need guidance there. So having coaching, I'd pay a couple hundred bucks a month if I had a teenage kid and wanted them to work out properly to go there rather than send them to Planet Fitness. Totally. And kids, and it, and kids aren't going to listen to their parents. So we can put them in a stranger that looks mildly intimidating to teach them. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's totally, totally true. Like it's, it's such a great thing that they're doing at the, at the gym. And I think with CrossFit, if you can hit all ages, CrossFit kids is a great thing. CrossFit for everybody. And then into later years, I mean, it's just, it's just a great thing. And so to, to sum up the conversation about CrossFit, yes, there's a lot of misconceptions out there about it. There's a lot of negative stigma about it. I would tell you that on the whole, most of that is wrong. Most of that is just exactly that, just a negative perception or stigma that's not accurate. And I would highly encourage you to go check out your local CrossFit gym, highly encourage you to go find out if, you know, if it fits for you, if it works for you in your schedule, give it a shot, try it, because I really do think that that approach to fitness and overall health, that's, that's the biggest thing for me with CrossFit is it's not just a fit to get jacked. No, this is an overall health and wellness approach. Yeah, we got the games, but it's an overall health and wellness approach on the individual affiliate level. And it would just be incredibly beneficial for you to go try it. And eventually, Stevie, we will get you to try it. <laughs> yeah, I, I can I can predict right now that Mike will be on our, our much bigger Mike Barons, I'll call him. He will be on the thumbnail for episode 21. Yeah. <laughs> I know. If it has involves hip hinging or anything, ah, my wife that that one from the motivation episode that was a good pick. My wife actually, oh, it was great. That picture, picture yeah. of Marineland, and that yeah. that's one of my favorite pictures. Thank you. Yeah, no, it was good. It was really good. It was really good. So, um, so anyway, any other questions before we wrap up on bombs? Yeah, every minute on the minute. <laughs> go. I got another terminology. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna say if you had, ask if you had any other questions, but you don't, so we're good. Yeah, not right now. No other memes. No other jokes here. <laughs> I'm, I'm all out right now. I might have the next episode, but I love it. 
Thank you for answering all the questions. Hopefully answered the questions for everybody out there. Yeah. And uh, the CrossFit uh, the CrossFit expert here, Mike Barons, will take us. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not the CrossFit expert, but I hope it did give everybody some insight into what CrossFit can do. Uh, definitely has my stamp of approval for a fitness modality for you. So thanks for tuning in this week, everybody. As always, like, comment, subscribe if you can. Give us a review. Uh, as a personal ask for me, if you could go subscribe to at Big Mike Barons on YouTube, that would be great. I'm trying to grow my channel a little bit there. I would not be mad if you would help me out with that. So I appreciate it in advance. Um, for the Big Fitness Show, check the link in the description. Share us. We're on available on all audio platforms on YouTube. You can see the shows every single week with Stevie and I talking about big fitness show, trying to help you live healthier as we help ourselves live healthier. So if you want shorter clips and not the full show, Mike has clips from oh, yeah. episodes going up on his channel. So you get a more digestible type of, uh, you know, content there. Yes, absolutely. Yep. You can check those out. You can check out our, our social media profiles and we post up clips there too, as well. Just trying to give as much value as we can to help you live healthier every single day. That's the goal here at the big fitness show. So for myself and medium, Stevie cool. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode. Look at that. Jacked. 12 inches. <laughs> 12 inches in the wrong place. I oh, love it. All right. Yeah. Bye everybody. <laughs>